0: This presentation is from UX Australia 2018, held in Melbourne. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Okay, that's better. Hi, everyone. Hi. My name is Cyril. I work in the human-centered design team at Westpac, the HDD team, as we call it. This team is part of the Business and Banking Transformation Unit. So we mainly design for business bankers and business customers. Today, I'd like to talk about the importance of socializing the design outcomes around the organization, as well as following up on performance. And the reason I'd like to do that is a few years ago when the former director of HTD, Dan Smith, and myself, who were setting up the HG team. We both came from personal banking, guns blazing, assuming that we could reuse everything we already had in place over there. But things didn't really go as expected. (laughs) Uh, Just to be clear, this is me, not Dan. Um, Our first project was actually quite challenging. Um, we felt that we had to force ourselves in, and there was very little trust coming from our stakeholders. Not necessarily trust toward the, design, the designers, the people, but more trust toward the design process. It was all very new to them. So, quickly we realized that in order to be successful in this new environment, we had to work really hard on establishing the team. And by that I mean a team that uh, is being recognized and successful in this new environment. And we also had to work really hard on increasing the design maturity level around us. In order to achieve this goal, we've identified three focus areas. First one is to deliver outstanding design outcomes. Second one is to socialize these outcomes around the company. And the third one is to follow up on performance. Everyone knows about the importance of point one, so today I'm only going to talk about point two and point three. Let's start with socializing. So in the HCE team we believe that it is critical to maximize the value of the design outcomes long after the work is done. Especially when the business invests so much money into design I believe that it is our duty as designers to spend some time sharing uh, insights and outcomes around us. So how do we do that? So in the HCE team, we've got project walls. For each project, there is a wall. And we walk people through these walls. So it can take some time to set up and maintain these walls, as you can see on the bottom right-hand side picture. And it can also take some time to do this Walkthroughs on a regular basis, but it's definitely worth it. Why? Well, because by doing these walkthroughs, we're actually sharing valuable insights around the organization, but we're also educating on the HCD activities. We're getting visibility, and with visibility comes more opportunities for work. And all of that helps increasing the design maturity level around us. So we follow. We follow three principles in order to set up these walkthroughs. The first one is targeting. Spend some time targeting the right audience, but don't go too narrow. In the HD team, we often present to marketing, sales, compliance, legal, security, and so forth. Second principle is around tailoring the content to your audience. So you need to be able to know your audience in order to do that. And you need to connect the insights of the research with their world in order to make it meaningful and valuable for them. And the third principle is around recurrence. You need to be resilient and present on a regular basis, whether it's every week, every second week, or every month. It has to happen on a regular basis if you want to see some achievements. Now let's talk about following up on performance. Just to be clear, here I'm not going to talk about following up with the customers once the product or service has been delivered, even though we should all do that. I want to talk about following up internally, following up with the design team on, on the work, so how did we do, and following up with the business, once the business metrics become available. Because it's very easy to overlook this, and to move from one project to another and never look back. It's also not really about how to become better at design, the craft, but it's more about how to become better at the business of design. Think about it, we want to establish the team and we want to increase the design maturity level. In order to do that, we need to know how to fit in the organization. We need to know how to be better working with other teams around us. We need to be better design leaders and influencers. And we also need to be better at navigating the design complexities and the politics in the organization. And that's what I call the business of design. And I believe that following up on project and performance will help us be better at that. So how do we do this? So in the ACU team, we've put together um, a project follow-up board. As you can see on the screen on the left hand side, you've got the list of the most recent projects. Then you've got some success criteria. We've got five success criteria to date increasing sales, increasing adoption, decreasing maintenance cost, decreasing support cost, and the fifth one for the more strategic pieces of work is adoption of the HCD recommendations by the business. So each project can have up to five success criteria. Then we've got a column for the performance, but it's not the business performance. It's how did HCD contribute to the business performance? I'll give you a couple of examples. There could be a project where the HCD involvement went very well and the business performance were very good, increasing sales, for example. In that case, you'll get a green sticker with a smiley face on it. But there could also be an initiative where the HCD involvement was quite hard, the journey was tough, but actually the business performance were good. In that case, you would get a red sticker with a sad face on it. And that's where the last column, learning and action, becomes very important because you have to stop and analyze. What did go wrong? Maybe the stakeholders were not engaged maybe the hcd approach was not the right one in any case you need to stop analyze try to get some learning and set up some actions for the future so there are three reasons why it is important to follow up on performance the first one as i was saying with that last column is to learn and evolve if things went well then fantastic but is there any best practices or any framework that you can reuse for your next project if things didn't go well then it's all right, but what are the learnings and the actions for the future? See it as an opportunity to be honest with yourself. The second reason to follow up on performance is to keep the team motivated. Because you're giving them some visibility on the work they've done. They can see the value they've created for the company or for the, for the customers. And the third reason is that it creates opportunities for more work for your team. And you do that by staying close to the action. By staying close to the stakeholders, you increase your chances to be at the table, to have a seat at the table for when the conversation around the next piece of work starts. And that's super important. So to conclude, try to think about the design work you've completed in the last 12 to 18 months. And for each of these pieces of work, ask yourself three questions. Am I providing enough visibility to this piece of work? Am I aware of the business performance? And am I clear on the learnings and actions? And just keep in mind that anyone in the design team can socialize and follow up. You can be a mid-level, senior, lead, principal, it doesn't matter. Just because you're not a lead doesn't mean you can't act as one. And I give you just one secret ingredient to make this a success, is caring. Care about your team, care about its work, and care about its reputation. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this presentation from UX Australia 2018. For more presentations,